0: Right is the ring of words Pop News,
1: the trivia music show
0: of your favorite pop stars.
2: Hey, what up folks? Welcome to another episode of Pop Muse. This is a music trivia show where you get to know the fun facts about your favorite musicians. Presented by two fun and musical people, or some people may say, one fun and a musical person, <laughs> and an American.
1: Is that what some people say, or just you? So,
2: this is Yunchi and I've got my American brother here. What's cracking, everybody? This is TJ
1: Reed, and I'm here with uh, Yunchi. He's bringing in the show a little bit awkward today, so forgive him, please.
2: <laughs> it's not awkward. <laughs> that was a zinger for TJ.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, who do you got for us today, man?
2: All right, so my guy for you today, okay, I can quote a classic Mandarin pop song from over 20 years ago. It's It's called The Most Familiar Stranger Because I know for a fact you listen to uh, the music from this artist But at the same time I'm quite positive that you probably don't know who this person is Okay, Hmm. this is a western star, right? It's going to be a western star Okay, alright And you've got a Chinese star for me today I absolutely do Today I'm going,
1: I'm keeping up with the uh, tradition that we did last episode For those of you that joined us, I presented a Chinese star And today I am doing another Chinese star to a lot of the Chinese fans out there, and also to those of us in the West, a little intro, you know, to kind of put you up on some stars out here. Really interesting backgrounds, and I'm excited to share who I got today. Um, can't say that I'm a huge fan of this guy's music, but he definitely has some uh, some tracks that are really cool. Especially nowadays, his uh, his work, his group, and all and everything that they do is hugely popular not just in asia but also in america and also in the west so oh, sure you guys will probably guess who i'm talking about today maybe we'll see
2: i absolutely look forward to tj surprising me today <laughs> and hopefully i can get it yeah <laughs> yeah i guess we'll find out but just
1: a quick disclaimer guys before we get started all the info that we find on the show is internet-based so there may or there could possibly be some errors Accolades are constantly updating. Records are always changing. So if there's any uh, information that we give that is outdated or just flat out wrong, please reach out to us and let us know. And um, we would be happy to hear from you. So now that that's done, why don't we get started with the trivia? Sure. I'll go ahead and set it off. So. Let's move to fact number 1 and this source came from a Baidu Baike, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Or you to say
2: Baidu Baidupedia. Baidupedia. Okay. Yeah, a competitor All right. of Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> of course. All right. So, this artist was born in 1990 okay it's fairly close to my age (laughs) okay all right so that's um and i have to keep this very very cryptic guys because the last time i did this i announced where this person was from and my co-host figured it out right away so I'm going to be w- withholding that information.
2: Yeah, you can't underestimate, like, the familiar familiarity. Familiarity? Familiarity. <laughs> like, how, f- how familiar people can be to those from their own country or culture. Right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So, this guy was born in 1990, and he was an exchange student and majored in applied music. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's actually it for fact number
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> so is this going to be like a, a 30 minute uh, a mini version of Pop Muse today?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. So, it gets. It, there's a little bit more information in fact number two. So, fact number two is and this is according to pop Fandom mm. and Wikipedia. This artist auditioned for Gene Young Park Entertainment Corporation. Okay. Okay. And this is a multinational entertainment record label conglomerate. But unfortunately, he was unsuccessful at that time. And I think this was around uh, 2008.
2: Mm, Okay.
1: He eventually got scouted elsewhere, and he became a trainee under an agency before making it big. And I just want to say a little bit about auditioning. I think that this is, uh, for a lot of artists, this could be a really difficult time. Because, again, you are it's, it's like going out to interview for a job. You're putting on a suit and tie. You're going right. in. And you're going through the motions. You sit down. You go through all the questions. You answer everything right. But all of a sudden, best. they just tell you, now nah, we're good. We'll call you back, you know. And I think that this in the music game is kind of the same. These guys go and they, they 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 do their sing, they do their dance, and you know the uh, obviously the record execs they say yay or nay. I was reading about uh, this singer called Ju Yi, okay, and I'm I'm not exactly sure where she's from, but she failed 50 auditions
2: from middle school through high school. So she got started really really early. So her parents like were really committed to bringing their daughter into the show business
1: i'm not sure if it was had anything to do with her parents i think that it was just this particular musician really? Yeah. Mm. Wanted to make it in music. Okay. So, I thought
2: you said like at a very young age, she well, started
1: From middle school. So that's not, middle school isn't exactly like a mm. child. This is someone who's, you know, okay. at least a teenager. So this is something feel, that, yeah.
2: <laughs> I still feel like it's her parents' idea. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but this musician doesn't, does she have anything to do with the one you're introducing? Or just an um, example of like multiple failure in auditioning? Well, Kind of yes, but no. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, You have another artist, uh, and I think it's pronounced IU. Mm. Again, I'm not sure. Oh, I know that that. one. It's from South Korea. Okay, failed twenty auditions, and this person I think was undergoing or dealing with the family debt. So this they had this pressure behind them as well to audition and make it big, but twenty failures. I mean, that's huge. I think that for most people, if they audition maybe a few times, maybe five times, they're just like, you know what? I need to hang this up. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this.
2: But yeah, I, th- I think that's the same difficult for when it comes to uh, a relationship or <laughs> like a job interview. I mean, the first, yeah. the first few tries or the first uh, dozens of tries mm. are always destined to be an experiment. Yes. You have to face failures.
1: Well, yeah. If you go into it with this mindset, I think you'll be a lot more. And I think that this Yi character, she definitely had that like, okay, I'm going to fail a lot of these, but kept going with it. So That's right. anyway, this artist was able to, it seemed like this person got scooped up pretty quickly. I mean, there is no record of this person failing a large number of times. It was just like... He failed for you know in one in one event for one company, but he got scooped up by another. So,
2: okay, so he's the lucky one. He's the
1: lucky one, definitely. Uh, we're gonna move on to fact number three, and this is according to Wikipedia. This guy joined a very famous boy band, okay? Mm. The style is like R&B,
2: pop, ballad, dance. I think when you talk about boy band, no yeah. offense, but I, I don't think there's a genre for boy band. <laughs> no offense.
1: <laughs> and that's why I try to list them afterwards no like, you know, entirely. R&B, no, pop, it's you know. just
2: they have their own style. It's called a boy band. Exactly. And <laughs> aesthetically,
1: I think that uh, the band members, at least for this particular band, uh, promote this androgynous or Mm. feminine male look or presentation. Okay, so it's a boy band from South Korea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No offense, again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well... Well, and I think that that's something that's very appealing uh, with uh, the youth, especially uh, with young with young. Yeah, you've got to
2: admit that. That's yes.
1: right. Young girls love it, so a lot of uh, these artists they get this look, and uh, I'm not the, the the feminine male appeal thing. I mean, it's just really it, it has a how would you say a chain reaction? Because I think when you look at the uh, the concerts and when you look at everything and you see how these girls are going nuts over these guys. Guys like us are like- Masculinity. Guys with you know some masculinity. <laughs> we look at the girls and you see what these girls are salivating over and you're like, well, geez, maybe I should put on some eyeliner and some foundation.
2: So you're trying to make a point that this culture, this or at least this culture in the music industry, is kind mm. of changing, shifting, like the general society's, uh I don't know exact
1: values. Exacto mundo. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because okay. I mean, again, like I in was, a bad way. The analogy that I was giving was, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I should start wearing some eyeliner. Maybe I should start wearing some lipstick and color powders. Yeah, start you know? wearing some foundation because look yeah. at these. Look at the way these girls are acting. This is insane. So. Yeah, I guess these guys kind of brought on this kind of look, this kind of appeal. Mm. Not them, where they were the only ones that had this look,
2: but this whole way. Yeah, you're talking about this like a social norm. Right, right. The, but the, I think you handled this section pretty well. You you laid it out in a pretty respectful way. <laughs> 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 because it was, uh, it was doing, a tricky line I'm there.
1: I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> right. All right. This artist had a successful run with the boy band for a few years, but after a contract dispute slash lawsuit, possibly due to a lot of unspoken reasons maybe financial, possibly political, who knows. But he ended up leaving the group, and almost instantly, he blew up back in his respective country and did pretty well in his solo career from that point. So, yeah. That could give it away, I think, for a lot of fans out there already yeah, just I'm, with that. Yeah, I'm having a rough idea who this person <laughs> is. Well, you're not the market. I don't think that you're somebody but that But I read news, yeah. <laughs> and I know
2: who the girls are drooling over, quoting from TJ. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. We're
1: going to go on the fact number four. And this is, again, from Wikipedia. This artist got into acting and he sang some soundtracks for some films, notably a film called Comrades, Almost a Love Story. We talked about this a little bit on the show.
2: I remember that, but I can't pinpoint which one it was. (laughs)
1: Okay, another clue here. That music video for that song got over a million views in 47 minutes. Wow. So, yeah, this artist is really popular on social media. He also did a promotional song for Kung Fu Panda, the third installment of that cartoon. So, yeah, pretty big, I guess, in, when it comes to singing soundtracks for films. Uh, in terms of films, he acted in a number of Korean spin-off films and TV shows in China, including The Running Man. And also he starred in a film that uh, I didn't watch, but I was kind of um, I thought the trailer was a bit entertaining. And it was uh, the Great Wall.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that was that's actually a pretty recent film. Right, 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 right. Like Mark Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I he always was, thought it was Mark. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah. It's,
1: it's Matt. he's Matt. But it's okay, close enough. When I saw the trailer, it kind of reminded me of Jurassic Park, but just like by the I, Great I, wall. Th-
2: yeah, I think the review for that uh, single film was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? But I'm anyway, this about. guy
1: was in that movie. Okay, all right. Uh, for his solo album He teamed up with American producer Jemba Jemba And this producer Produced the music for um, Justin Bieber Britney Spears okay. Sia, Madonna Big producer So yeah He's uh, pretty successful And so this team up was able to help him to kind of get into the western market as well as really really take has him he here.
2: gotten into the western market now
1: well uh, i wouldn't say that he's huge in the western market but at least the sound this guy was able to give him that sound that mm. was you know banging in the west okay and kind of brought it out here to to china and so that sound was you know struck really big out here So his digital album sold about 880,000 copies on the first day, breaking a record of being the highest sold on the first day of release. And uh, his album was also certified platinum by the International Federation of Phonographic Industry. And that was the first album in uh, the Chinese mainland to do so.
2: Wow. wow. So, okay. yeah. Uh, was, I think I am I probably know who this person is, but I'm not aware of the achievements that you just listed. Okay. okay. all right. My taking my hat off? <laughs> my imaginary hat off for this guy.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see if you're right on point. He hooked up with David Tao to sing to sing. Okay, not hooked up. No, no, no (laughs) any other way. Okay, he hooked up with David Tao to sing for the Winter Olympics this year. Okay, (laughs) Yun Chi's face, guys, just looks lost completely. Yeah, because
2: yeah, it's not.
1: And I love it. He's notably popular on social media, as I mentioned earlier, with more comments on his Weibo posts than any other artist. So, as I mentioned before, he is a social media sensation. Hmm. We're going to move on to fact number five. And this is my favorite source, Wikipedia again. (laughs) This artist released an album series or a collection of albums at once. OK, mm. I haven't heard of anyone doing this. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if it's he's the first one to do it. It didn't say.
2: Like it. you mean a collection of all the al- albums that he has released? No, it's like he released a collection, like several albums
1: at once. They all had a different name. OK. And then he launched them around the same time, like give or take a few months.
2: But did he release those al- albums before?
1: No. Wow. So these are kind of like new songs. Like he
2: was like stocking up the Some, something like that. The yeah. albums and like like released them whole whole all at the
1: once. Pretty much, pretty much. And I will not give the name of this album because that would just be a dead giveaway. Hmm. So yeah, for fans out there, they probably already know who I'm talking about. On October eighth, 2017, it was announced that this artist. Oh, and this is probably another dead giveaway. Okay. Cool. We're <laughs> approaching the end of the fact. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I got I guess I gotta give you guys the goods.
2: Some so bones in to us. um
1: yeah October eighth, 2017, it was announced that he was in a relationship with a Chinese actress named Gabrielle Guan, who is hmm. one of Forbes China's 2017 list of 30 most influential people under 30.
2: Okay, 30 under 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: she's uh, she's pretty big. And uh, they also co-starred in a movie together, and I'm not telling you which movie
2: that is. I probably wouldn't know either, so it <laughs> doesn't really matter if you tell me or not. <laughs> All
1: right. And this artist set the Guinness World Record for the largest gathering of people wearing antlers. Wearing what?
2: Antlers? Antlers at one of his concert tours in China. Antler? What is an antler? <laughs> like a sort of like a hair... No head dressing thing—a hat like. Uh, a, yeah, it's something that you wear on your head. That looks like a Mickey Mouse thing on something top of your head. Something like hat. that. Yes. Yeah, but like it's an ant. It <laughs> Looks like an ant instead. <laughs>
1: no antler. Antlers are like uh, you know Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. You know. Oh red, right. You know, you know what the reindeer is right? right. All right. So yeah, this guy. A,
2: a horns. Yeah. Something
1: like that. Okay. Yeah, I I I read it and I was just like, huh, but. That's pr- as the interesting award to get for the Guinness World okay, Book Records. I was going to say right? lousy, but <laughs> your word is better. Hey, well, you can say it. I'm, I'm just your you word know. is better. Better. <laughs> All right, so that actually brings me to the end of the facts that I have for you today, and um, if with everything that I presented to you. If you had to guess who it was, walk us through what gave it away for you.
2: Yeah, and sure. I, I can tell TJ was trying to be more specific in the, the last two or three facts. But the only clue for me is that this person was in a boy band in South Korea. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I... Yeah, I only have one answer for that anyway. Okay. okay and I'm going to go with uh, Han Gun. Who? Han That's the name. If it's not the answer, then... <laughs> Or or do you have the English name for that?
1: Well, I only have one name. And uh, why don't we just hear what the judges have to say first?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We we were whispering (laughs) away from the mic. So the artist that I have for you today
1: is Lu Han. Not Han Gun, okay? Completely different person. (laughs) (laughs) Lu Han is a Chinese singer an actor he's a member of the south korean chinese boy group exo and its subgroup exo m before leaving the group in october 2014 that year he was ranked the sixth most popular entertainment star in china by the china national radio in 2017 he was listed as the second highest paid celebrity in the forbes china celebrity 100 list a beijing native this artist is dubbed as the chinese counterpart to justin bieber and according to Models.com, Luhan is selected as one of their five faces of China and also describes him as the reigning king of the idol scene. And I got a couple of tracks that I was recommended to play for the
2: show. Which means not personally enjoy <laughs> 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 Only no. for the sake of this show. <laughs> but nonetheless... TJ is so chivalrous and polite today to this musician. <laughs> First up, I got a track for you called Say It.
1: And that'll be followed by... Slow ride.
0: Check it out. Okay, the 停留优优独播剧场
1: That was Slow Ride by Lou Han. It's actually
2: a lot better than I expected.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know how I feel about that song. It kept kind of going in and out. Like There was parts where it was in English, and I was like, oh, okay. And then it would go into Mandarin,
2: and it would go back and forth. That's actually kind of common, I suppose, for non-English songs. Interesting. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I mean, I don't think it's something that
1: I could rock to personally, but I mean, hey, he's hot. Got to give credit where it's due.
2: Anyway, so, Yoon Chi, who do you have for us today? Right. Uh, my artist today, he has kind of a, a cult following. Okay. And it's kind of like a subgroup of music fans. So, anyone who... So, people don't know him that much, they probably wouldn't get it. But people who know him they would be able to pick up a lot of anything that i give today. So okay, so you either love or hate this guy. Okay. I'm going to try to be very ambiguous with the facts just so his fans can have some more fun from this episode. Wait a minute, this guy is famous, right? This
1: person is a is a
2: household name, right? Is a household name. Okay. Maybe to a certain group of music fans. I don't know, man. That makes yeah. me I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> but you will know, yeah, we can start with two general facts to guys TJ into my guy today. Okay, and these are according to White Wall Magazine and White Wall Magazine. White Wall Magazine, not Black Wall Magazine. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> and The Guardian. So this musician, his influences include like funk musician George Clinton, rapper and producer Dr. Dre, and actually in 2009, weirdly, uh, this artist named Andy Warhol as one of the early influences. Do you know Andy Warhol? He's actually a painter.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I know who Andy Warhol is, and I know who Dr. Dre is. The other guy, I, I can't remember, but
2: uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, but it's just weird to name a painter as an influence for your music style. Mm, but. Well, Andy
1: Warhol's kind of uh, a bit messy and maybe very bright. His, his colors are really fluorescent, so...
2: Uh, okay, it kind mean, of helps a musician to create music, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, maybe work. maybe the uh, the disc art. Perhaps, but. Uh, okay, funny that you mentioned because this musician is in the realm of electro music. Okay. Oh, do you? So that's why I was wondering. I think, TJ, probably you don't listen to I do to not. As that that a very
1: keen observation. Okay, so Yoon Chi okay. definitely wants me to get this one wrong today, guys.
2: <laughs> Good luck. I didn't like this genre before either, but I think it was starting from two years ago mm-hmm. that I'm a big fan now, and currently I have like 280 eight songs in my playlist for this genre. Okay. And I named the playlist, Can't Believe I'm Listening to Electro Music. (laughs) (laughs) Because I used to despise uh, Electro's a bit. That's kind of where I'm at now, yeah. Yeah, But uh, this genre has evolved to more melodic and less just heavy beating and head shaking. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so I enjoy the melody part. I just
1: hope that I know who this person is. We get all the way to the end of this trivia and it's just like so-and-so, and and I'm like, who the heck is that?
2: Yeah, it's going to be a little bit hard for TJ, but it's a big name. Okay. You definitely you definitely listen to his music, but you without wearing who this person is. Okay. Okay, now let's move on to the next fact. This is according to Wayback Machine and the that Way Village Back Machine again. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's old friend. And the second one is Village Voice. Okay. I haven't heard of any of these sources. <laughs> Uh, Like many other musicians This artist formed a band in high school in 1992 And the band was named after a song by the Beach Boys Not gonna name the song Because as I mentioned Trying to make it more fun for the fans Okay, so the Beach Boys He named his band after a song Song from the Beach Boys That's right Okay Unfortunately, this band disbanded after around six months. And they produced four songs and played in two gigs. And the artist himself described the project as pretty pretty average. Okay. But I think it's more than average because this band actually received... Um, a negative review, a very harsh negative review by critic on Melody Maker. Oh, yeah, you don't have to tell me that. I mean, six months (laughs) and they only did two gigs together? (laughs) Yeah, so this critic said something about this band which I cannot share either because that single critique, check this out, is actually the origin of this artist's current name. Mm, So mm. they took something from their critic's critique and make it their name and which is one of the biggest icons in the electro music okay yeah that's actually quite a common character we can find among the artists they can like take take something negative mm-hmm. and then make it part of themselves
1: that just sounds like an old wound that they just won't Allowed to heal, right? I mean, if it's something that someone slandered you before, and then you it's just like take
2: that slander and you name your band after that, it's like a childhood wound. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of
1: interesting, but okay. okay,
2: it's a lot darker than I than, than I thought. All right. And the opportunity into the music career came up in 1993 when they attended a rave in the Disney World. Never went to a rave, but yes,
1: I heard a lot about them. It's pretty much where people go when they um, yeah. So you know about rave. pop ecstasy and have a lot of a really good time.
2: Yeah, so I think for those who don't know who, what a rave is, I didn't. I didn't know glow sticks and uh, <laughs> under yeah, the, like under a, the a, influence. It's yes. like a dance party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the DJs most of the time with a DJ playing music in a warehouse Very club. Very repetitive.
1: Music, yes,
2: yeah, or other public or private venues, mm. and it, it's funny that this rave took place in this new land. You normally think about this fairy tale, it's the happiest place on earth, uh, apparently unicorn music. Right? Yeah, yeah, mm. uh, let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of music rather than a flock of electro fans shaking their heads. Right. In the Disney
1: world. Yeah, that that's not something that you would <laughs> I would imagine at all.
2: That's right. Now let's move on to the next fact. And this will be the last subtle fact. Okay? This is according to Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. This artist is extremely low key. He used to make everything so low key that I have no idea who you're talking about <laughs> right now. Yep. Yeah, that kinda that kind of <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> And he used to make very few public appearances, and and of course used to, after he got famous, then there's more world tours and performances. Sure. sure. And during the early interviews, the artist would either appear with a back turned or in Halloween masks or bags. Or one time... So he's self-conscious, okay. Yeah, he even wore cloth bags over the hat. That was in 2006. And the artist said the use of cloth bags was a spontaneous decision. Yeah, that's actually quite common because TJ doesn't follow, doesn't know that much about the electoral musicians. Nope. Yeah, for a lot of big guys, it's actually quite common for them to... Uh, to wear a bag over their head? To have something on their head. <laughs> Not a bag. It doesn't have to be a bag, but something to cover up their face. What's wrong with their face? I mean I don't I don't I'm not getting this um
1: Incognito Zorro Batman swag At least with Zorro I mean he had a mission you know he was battling the powers that be and so he had to hide his identity. What's what's this guy's story? I, I mean, is his face that bad? I mean,
2: This artist said the costumes were initially the result of shyness. And he wanted to... Yeah, self, yeah that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, normally, Insecure. yes. Insecure. Yeah, he wanted the focus to be on the music and the masking. And not his face. Yeah, gave control over the image while retaining anonymity and protecting personal life. And also, that was ability for seeing almost 20 years into the future that in 2020, masking has become a global fashion.
1: Hmm. Uh, yes. Still don't. I, I guess I must have missed that fashion too, because most. No, I mean the, the
2: sp- pandemic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Come a good on. one. Come that's on. a good one. Yeah, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm quoting from this artist. He said this masking then it became exciting from the audience pr- point of view. It's the idea of being an average guy with some kind of a superpower. So anyone could be in that mask. Are wearing a bag yeah. over his head? I, okay, because I'm, anyone I, could be under that mask. I must
1: be missing this whole thing because...
2: Yeah, because TJ is old. Uh, we <laughs> young people like electro music. Young I've never money.
1: seen you come to work with a bag over your head, so obviously you're not part of this.
2: I might start to. <laughs> okay, so now the facts will become a lot more obvious. Okay? Hmm. And this one's according to the Independent. Oh, it's Independent magazine. Okay. Magazine, UK, right? right? Okay, you know you know about it. Okay. This artist has won numerous accolades from and performed on the Grammys Awards for multiple times, along with musicians like Pharrell Williams mm-hmm. and Kanye West. Yeah, I know those guys. Yeah, one collaboration with one of these musicians was this artist's first UK number one single which topped the music charts in 55 countries and it was also the most streamed new song in the history of Spotify. Okay. Okay. And the next fact will become even more obvious. This is according to the Daily Telegraph and also Wayback Machine. This person must be from the UK because all of these, all of these right, um, the, sources Europe, are right? from the UK. Yeah. None from America. Right. So Coca-Cola once distributed limited limited edition bottles that that are designed by this musician which were only sold i don't drink, I don't
1: drink coca-cola
2: so these bottles <laughs> <laughs> but check this out but these bottles these limited edition bottles that are designed by the musician they were only sold in france okay Okay. So how, why would i know anything yeah. about that i want i don't drink coca-cola Number two, I'm not in France, never been to France. People who know this guy who this these guys they would know who this person is already. Okay. And a medley of this artist's music was also played on a Bastille Day parade by a French military band in front of French president Emmanuel Macron and his many guests, one of which was TJ's favorite president Donald Trump. My favorite president. <laughs> of course not that's yeah,
1: the worst president of
2: all. <laughs> that's why <I> <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said your favorite, but doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and this artist also was awarded the rank of chevalier, the the honor of knight, okay. by either the French royals or or the government. Okay, sounds nice. Still have no idea who this person is. Yeah, it's big, (laughs) but if you don't listen to, or at least if you, and also TJ doesn't check social media that much, because you would see, you would come across people wearing weird stuff on their head if you maybe log into social media stuff once in a time.
1: Yeah, but your social media kind of revolves around your interests and your likes, so.
2: Okay, we are into the last few facts. Last
1: few facts, okay.
2: The next one is according to Rolling Stone. This artist is one of the biggest icons in electro music, as I mentioned. Yeah. And a lot of these people are known by their alternate personas, mostly backs. And okay. this artist is no exception. So he has an alter ego. Okay. Right. And in the early stages, it, it was the, the Halloween masks initially Okay, when he was shy but the fan base got significantly improved and expanded after their second album because it was the debut for their completely newly designed persona that was in the year 2001 this artist began wearing robot like helmets for public appearances and performances Robot-like helmet.
1: <laughs> no bell ringing. No bells ringing at no all. Now, are you ringing. sure these guys are famous? Is that, I, I swear, if we get to the end of this trivia and we don't, if I don't know who this person is, <laughs> you're
3: gonna I'm so pissed. Gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then you're gonna be even more. <laughs> Surprise to listen to the music To the songs that I've chosen for, for them Because you have listened to it You, you probably might even like those songs mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but that was my point you, Without knowing who this person is Alright Yeah, so there was some fun facts about This helmet thingy uh, because wigs were actually initially attached to the helmets, but the artist removed them just moments before unveiling this new persona. Are you sure it's not a rock band? Maybe it kind of sounds like a rock band. Maybe or a metal band. Yeah, because or... this electro thing has kind of become intertwined with different genres. Yeah, but also the musician said it gets very hot. Of course, you can imagine. And later, these helmets were fitted with ventilators to prevent overheating. And these artists also wore the robot costumes in their performances at the 2008, 2014, and 2017 Grammy Awards.
1: Grammy Awards, robot costumes. man. Not many musicians go there like that. I have no idea. Okay.
2: Yeah. And the mystery surrounding their identity has also added to their popularity as well.
1: And just crickets over here, man. I just have <laughs> no
2: idea who this guy, who they are. Okay, uh, okay so I'm just going to s- move on faster because it's not very helpful to TJ. Yeah, so th- the next fact is according to Filmmaker Magazine, their robot image has actually evolved to more than just a helmet, but movies, cartoons, and fashions, which m- led them to directing the first science fiction film in
3: 2006.
2: Okay. Okay, but the movie actually didn't use any music from this artist. All right. And the film was premiered at the 2006 Kane's Film Festival received mixed reviews but has gained a cult following for this called avant-garde avant, avant-garde, avant-garde avant-garde style.
1: <laughs> Do these guys have any like, uh, I don't know are they dating anybody or did they come from some you know, interesting background? Yeah, I, mean, I think I,
2: there's so much in, because they, their chill identity, well, of course now everybody knows who they are <laughs> but for a long time. <laughs> they were just two oh, robots. Unbelievable. The ending scenes from that film was actually used to announce the breakup of this dual group last year in 2021. Yeah, I'm saving this puzzle for the last because...
1: 2021, this duo broke up.
2: Mm-hmm. Whatever.
1: They're, they're robots, okay.
2: Uh, mm. So last year, they released this new video on their YouTube channel titled Epilogue. And the video features this scene from this film in which one robot explodes and the other one just walks away. And for many long waited fans, they actually thought it was going to be a new album after seven years before they clicked into the video. But later that day, their publicist confirmed that the duel had split. And despite the small fan base of Electro Music and this artist in China, the hashtag for their disbanding actually skyrocketed to the top chart on Chinese social media last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> it's both a frustration <laughs> for TJ and for myself because I've listed all these facts and none of them are ringing <laughs> any bell to TJ today.
1: Nothing, man. I don't. I'm. I'm pretty certain. I'll tell you what I do know, and that's probably when you do reveal who this person is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get who their, it is.
2: You. You know them by their music, though. Yeah, Probably but, not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to sum it up. Not for TJ, but for for the listeners out there. So this is a French electro group duo who is known by their robot-like helmets for people who don't know they wouldn't know because these I can only think of Power Rangers and that was way <laughs> yeah, back in actually, the day it's actually more, more or less a similar
1: image Some cheesy martial artist alright man I, I, I wish I had a guess for you but I have no idea who this is I, I can think of you said they're French
2: I right I don't really electro know electro music and you know neither of <laughs> these I know the
1: UK has a really kind of a cool kind of electro mm. uh it has a hip hop sound to it. It's um the guys that I'm gonna reference are from the UK. Okay. And they're they so you are, do have a name. There's a lot of animation that they include in their music.
2: Okay. And
1: the... I don't think I've ever seen the person or the, the musician who's actually behind the music. Every time you see their music videos it's always in some kind of animation. Okay. So I'm gonna guess the gorillas. The
2: gorillas. Mm. Okay. I was gonna say we can't just uh Give a day break to the judges. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, TJ, the musician I'm introducing today is called <laughs> Daft Punk. Okay? Daft Punk. Daft Punk. D A F T. That's right Oh, I know
1: that they did one song for with uh, Pharrell I can't remember the name of the song That's
2: right, I told you You but, know this uh, person, you just
1: can't pinpoint who it is But that's the only song that I know I only know that song because of Pharrell And actually, when I tell people that that's a song I don't say that it's from Daft Punk I say it's from
2: Pharrell Yeah, but you do people I mean? say Do people like argue with you? No, that's a song from Daft Punk right now No, they just say, oh Pharrell, okay yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so this musician is called Daft punk or, or in Mandarin, Twin oh, Pong okay. It's a French electronic music duo formed in 1993 in Paris by Guy Manuel de Roman Cristo. And Doma Bongader. Oh my goodness. Wow, hope, you even tried I to help put that little
1: French flag on it a little I bit.
2: Hope I, can, I did it that right? <laughs> probably butchered it. Uh, yeah. I'm sure
1: there's if there's some French speaking people out there. And my they're apologies probably, to them. <laughs> <my> <laughs>
2: apologies <laughs> to them. It's a shame that this group is no longer working together, but they're still active as individual musicians. I'm sure they are. Yeah. So Daft Punk is widely regarded as one of the most influential acts in dance music history. They combine the elements of house music with funk, techno, disco, hip-hop, indie rock, and pop. And in 2015, Rolling Stone ranked them as the 12th greatest musical duo of all time. So the two songs I have for you, the first one is actually... I'm just
1: going to throw this out there, man. I was looking forward to hearing a household name... In the world of music These guys Okay, I mean
2: they, In some houses Maybe, <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe very, In some houses Very
1: small number of houses okay. In some houses Alright, alright, alright Yeah, all right, all right, all right, yeah
2: right. but people I think most people know, know them by their music For fans out
1: there Don't mind me I'm just mad Because I couldn't guess it right <laughs> But yeah, they do collaborate With a lot of big name stars And a lot of those songs By those big artists Are well known
2: Yeah <laughs> But anyways Okay, and the first song I picked for you is my absolute favorite. It's called I Feel It Coming in collaboration with a Canadian singer songwriter, The Weeknd.
1: Yep, yep, see, The Weeknd,
2: got it. Okay. And that will be followed by Stronger in collaboration with Kanye West. Okay, so yeah, I've heard of that song. <laughs> All right, but well. yeah, you never know these these people behind. Uh, yeah, they're they're the behind scene. they're behind the scenes. Yeah, so which makes this episode meaningful. So their names are worth mentioning to few, a few people out there. Yes, <laughs> indeed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just playing, yeah. But before we get to those tracks, Yun Chi. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We've reached the end, and we'd like to thank all of you listeners out there for joining us for another episode of Pop Muse. And if you've got any artists that you think we should give you a trivia on, give us a shout out, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Totally. And I'm TJ
2: Reed. And this is Vinci. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. See you well, next time. Peace.
3: a simple touch, and it gets set you free. We don't have to rush when you're. Perfect time I'm just trying to get you I'm high Fade it up this touch You don't need a lonely night So baby I can make it right You just gotta let me try To give you what you want You've been scared of love And what it did to you You don't have to run I know what you be doing. Just a simple time and it can set you free. We don't. Have-
4: What they all say right, awesome the Kristen and Kristen Dior. Damn, they don't make them like this anymore. I ask this, I'm not sure. Do anybody make real? anymore bow in the presence of greatness cause right now that has forsaken us you should be honored by my lateness that i would even show up to this place to so go ahead go nuts go ate Jesse in my pastel on my page. act like you can't tell who made this new gospel homie take six and take this haters that, 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 that don't kill me can you know, only make me stronger i need you hurry up now I can't wait much longer, I know I got to be right now, cause I can't get much longer. Man, I've been waiting all night now, that's how long I've been on ya yeah. I need you right now, I like need you right now I don't know if you get a man or that. if you make plans in that God put me in your plans or not. I'm tripping this drink, got me saying a lot. But I know that God put you in front of me. So how the hell could you front on me? It's a thousand years, it's only one of me. I'm tripping, I'm caught up in the moment, right? Cause it's Louis Vuitton dine night. So we gon' do everything the kind, like. Heard they do anything for a Klondike. Well, I'll do anything for a blind. And she'll do anything for the limelight. And we'll do anything when the time's right. Uh, baby, you're making it. I oh, don't kill me. You don't make me stronger. I need you to hurry up, man. Cause I can't, I can't live much longer. Song. Since, Since, long, yeah. Since O.J. had isotoners, don't act like I never told ya. Don't act like guess, I never. told ya. Uh. Don't, like don't act like never. I never. told ya. Don't act like never. I never. told ya. Don't act like I told ya. Maybe you're making it all Better, faster, stronger. That, all like, better. that, 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 that don't kill me. Make me stronger I need you to hurry up, man Cause I can't wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much stronger Man, I've been waiting all night, man That's how long I've been on ya I need you right now I need you right now You know how long I've been on ya this on Apollonia, O.J. had isototus. don't act like I never told ya. You. you know how long I've been on ya. Since is on Apollonia, O.J. had isototus. don't act like I never told Never 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 told Never told ya.